Who cares about your team winning the Super Bowl when your team could win the offseason? My name is Danny Heifetz, and I host the Ringer NFL Draft Show with Danny Kelly, Ben Solak, and Craig Horlbeck. We cover trades, free agency, the draft, obviously. We cover quarterbacks, and there are a lot of good quarterbacks this year. And the teams at the top of the draft, Washington, New England, Chicago, big teams with big histories. Listen to the Ringer NFL Draft Show on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, it means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Thomas's. Thomas's presents Technique with Tom. Slicing an English muffin with a butter blade? Boulder Dash! Just pull apart with your hands and marvel in the nooks and crannies splendor. For each one is unique like a snowflake. Thomas's. Huzzah! A toast to breakfast. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm here with Callie Curry. Hi, Callie. Hello. We're talking about episode six, week six, I think, of Joey's season. I can't believe we're already here. We lost quite a few people. I think I'm obsessed with Lexi. That's my take for the week. I was like really Hmm. sad when she's gone, and I really like her. I think she was really sad that she was gone. She didn't leave because she didn't like Joey. I know. He seems like a good guy. Really, really good guy. I think I like Joey more every week. He hasn't really done anything to set me back. And you would think that the shorts and heels would have set me back, and it did not. One thing there's a lot of chatter about online is the fact that, like, we haven't learned anything about him. And, like, we have only learned about the women. Do you have a problem with that? I've been mulling that over. I do not, because, I, like I said, I keep... I really like how he's responding to the women. I like that the show is more focused on the women. I like it because there's more to know. Like, I'd rather know eight people's stories really well than one person's really well and, like, lightly know others. Also, what could he say that, like, we don't know? Like, we know about his his family from his season. Yeah, like, we already got to know him. Also, like, what is getting to know The Bachelor? Is it getting to know, like, their character through how they relate to other people? Or is it, like, getting to know facts and trauma? Because, like, I don't need another trauma story. We'll talk about Kelsey T. That was a really sad one. Really, really sad. But, like, I actually feel like I do know Joey because we've gotten to see a lot of his personality and, like, gotten to see this week when he was crying, when he was like, I don't think I have to be perfect, but people expect me to. That was so real. (laughs) I thought that we got to know him on charity season. And I think you get to know people the most by how they treat other people and how they like, are like him reacting to everything that we've seen so far. Like I've liked how he's dealt with everything. Me too. He seems like a, just a a nice guy. I mean, I mean, Chelsea, I meant to say, uh, Lexi seemed so comfortable with him. Really nice guy. I also, well, I'm sure we'll get into it, but like, I think he's fun. He does seem fun. Uh, him and Maria in the car together seemed very, oh, very fun. Yes. Like yes. just real flirting that we don't really see very often on this television show. 
Good banter. Good chat. Period. I was like, yeah, this is the guy I want to date. Definitely. Definitely. He seems fun. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) I don't know. Let's start at the very beginning. Let's start with the group date when they're in Montreal. Because I have to say, just before we do that, actually, overall, this is like the worst episode of the season. Like, and you could tell he kept saying the vibes were low. Like people were sad and I could feel it. I could really feel it through my TV screen or my iPad screen as the case may be. The group date for sure was like visibly not great, but we are getting to the point in the season where there's some girls that have really strong connections. For example, on the group date, very clear him and Jen have a good connection. Yes. She seems totally fine. She's happy. She's dancing around. Totally good. And then there's like Jess who's like, Hmm, I don't have that. Lexi's like, ah, I'm not sure how this is like, there was too many women that were kind of like, I can see his connection with her. Imagine if Maria was on that group date. Thank oh God, God she wasn't. Thank that God was she the wasn't, end of yeah. Maria. But I think seeing other people's connections that strong is getting awkward now. Also, especially because everyone who has a, even like some kind of connection with him went in for a kiss in front of all the other women. Like there were so <laughs> many public okay, group date kisses. I was like, this is just so awkward. It's awkward for Joey. Like, how are you supposed to also, respond to that? usually doesn't happen no it's like these girls are going for it which like i support like in a vacuum but just like for everyone involved that is awkward yeah i feel like joey is a bachelor that they really want and we haven't seen that in a while yeah like they're actually attracted to that we're all actually attracted to clayton and zach was kind of like those are the last two right am i missing anyone no, those are the last two. I feel like they were like, yeah, he's fine. Like, seems like a good guy. Cool. But like, Joey, I feel like they're all like, no, I want him. <laughs> and like, I'm going to throw my body on the line to get what I want. It just seems more like a real, I don't even know if it's competition is the word, but like, they're really, really, really going after it. They all really want to win him. But they also still seem to like each other, except for Maria. Like, these girls really like each other. Even even Maria, I think Maria likes most of them. Yeah, no, I think most of them like Maria. It's a small group that does it because, like, if you look at their social media, they're all like very. They, Maria's friends with everyone, and they're all gone. Now, yeah, the ones who didn't like her. Thank God, yeah. Leia's gone. Leia just being mean for the camera was just so not fun. Like, I just don't need that on this show. Also, I don't know if you saw, but she had posted on Instagram like a sub story about Mm -hmm. maria oh no i didn't what'd she say (sighs) it was something so stupid like nothing that you could translate like you don't know what she's saying but it was definitely about maria Mm. and then maria posted back like are you kidding me is this not over like type of thing and she didn't tag maria so maria was just like you're clearly talking about me how is this not over there's nothing like everything was shown like let's move on and Leia like went private, deleted it. Oh God. And, but she's kept the comments on her pictures. And then people were commenting like, wow, you're really brave for keeping your comments on after last week. I did see that a lot of the girls turned their comments off, like just in general, just a quick social media sweep. Maria posted like a six minute video explaining herself. And I started watching it. It's just too long. I really like her. And like, I wish I could tell you that I watched all of it, but I was just like, I can't, 
I can't do six uninterrupted minutes of Maria. I'm not that interested, but she seems like I a nice she's person. She's posted more than one. <laughs> Those are just like really long videos. Both of them are long, and I didn't finish either of them, but she was really nice in one yeah. of them. And she she like she did the thing that everyone asks you to do on reality TV, which they don't ask you to do in real life outside of therapy, which is own your mistakes, and she really did. And another thing that people ask from for us to do with reality television. And I guess in general in life you're supposed to, but like it's another level with reality television to give everyone some grace. She said that quite a bit. I'm going to give everyone some grace. Yeah. I've never heard that phrase used outside of outside yeah. of television. Have you? Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Is it because I, I, I don't know. And like, I, I honestly feel like I associate that phrase with Chris Harrison because when he did the interview with Rachel, that led Kirk to him. Kirk? No, with Rachel Lindsay. Lead, like he uh, was saying in the interview with Rachel Lindsay, he was saying like, we need to show her some grace and grace, talking about yeah. Rachel Kirk now. And so I just associated yeah, yeah. with him. <laughs> so yeah. I also think it's like a disingenuous thing to say. So, yeah. But Maria, I guess, was saying it genuinely. I, I don't know. Good videos. But like, I just want to note, I started like so kind of monologuing on this podcast a little bit um, on the when when you're not on with me, and it's taken me like 12 years to feel comfortable um, talking uninterrupted. <laughs> so <laughs> the fact that like this TikTok generation can just do it off the bat, I guess some people could just do it, but I I'm like impressed, I suppose, by her her skills. I've seen a bunch of them posting. Daisy posts, Medina posts, she posts. It's a lot. At least in Alexi, I watched all of her egg freezing. Oh yeah, Alexi posts videos too. And I like I said, I'm just obsessed with her. I think it. I just also really, really admire her being so open about the endometriosis thing. Well, I like that she has set boundaries for herself, or she has set expectations, and if you don't meet them, she's not wasting her time. Which obviously she's also not mad. She's also no, just no, like, no. She didn't seem mad at all. She was just like, this isn't going to work. My timeline doesn't fit your timeline. What she said to the camera and to Joey was like so poised. I was really impressed. I was just like, she has thought about this. And she's like, she also uses therapy speak, but I guess maybe I relate to this conundrum more. Like having had to have like frozen my eggs, like for a medical reason. Like I like relate to what she's mm-hmm. going through. And so I'm like really impressed. Like, it's just, it's like kind of a lot. Like when you don't expect to be thinking about your fertility and then you have to, you're like, wait, what? (laughs) And so. Well, yeah. Also, how old is she? She's 30. 30. Yeah. So you're definitely not thinking about it. And how important it is when looking for a partner, like she has made the decision. I want to have children. This is my timeline for it to maybe work for me. If it doesn't, fit yours, then like, I'm not wasting your time. I'm not wasting my time. Like I need to move on. Yeah. And she said it with like kindness and sadness. And she was just like, this is what works for me. I, I really liked it. Good for her. Hmm. What? I was thinking, cause like, you know, we're always thinking about who the next bachelorette is. Could that be her? I don't, th- I don't want her to do it. She has like, she has like these constraints that she needs to work within. And I just don't think yeah, that's, but people would know that if she's the bachelorette. <sighs> I don't know. I feel like Lexi's not cut out for the cutthroat world of of television. So she's no Maria, who I like. That's fair. I noticed that she 
got up. So she went to Joey's room, room 1479. They show her in the elevator <laughs> coming down from floor 20. I was, I was mm-hmm. surprised that the girls are on a higher floor than Joey, but they probably have bigger suites for that for higher floors. And then she gets off on the 15th floor, but the button for 14 is also pushed. So they must have just filmed her like walking down the hall a lot of times to, to get the right shot because they like clearly were doing extra walking footage, which like PS totally fine with worked well for the TV, but it kind of like the elevator was so conspicuous to me that I, it like distracted me from the moment, but whatever, it's fine. You notice the smallest details. I think it's just because I'm like obsessed with how TV is made. So like when I, mm. I mentioned this, when I watch the traders, I'm just like, how are they shooting these round table scenes? Like sometimes Alan Cumming is there. Sometimes he's not. One of their reshoots or they're not like, and bananas has good behind the scenes stuff on the ring of reality TV podcast about this. But I, um, yeah, I'm just like very interested in how, how they do it. Cause it's such like a art form at this point and in shows that are well-made. It's very clear. Love is blind. Love is blind. Exactly. It's a really yeah. well-made show. Side note. Love is Blind UK is coming soon. I'm really excited. Oh, I, uh, I mean, that. in general, I love UK reality. So very excited about that. Yeah, seriously. Um, back to the group date for a second. So he sent Jess home during the cocktail party of that. I felt sorry for her, but I was just really ready for her to go. She adds Me nothing. Me too. But I think it's, those are the hardest ones. And like, I think that's like, I feel like he felt so much worse after that than like not giving people roses. Mm. Yeah. Like she's telling you how much she likes you and you have to be like, I really appreciate it. But like, I can feel that I don't feel it. And you could see it on his face. He has a very expressive face when he's like, when he's turned on very clear, when he's moved very clear, when he's uncomfortable, also very clear. Yeah. When he's into it, his eyebrows do a lot. Yeah, and he like swallows. He does the classic like lip licking. <laughs> it's very clear. It's I think Clayton was the most obvious, but Joey, it's he just like loosens up. Like when he's mm-hmm. like excited, there's a looseness to him. Well, I feel like somehow, which this doesn't usually happen, but when he's into it, he gets super comfortable all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Like all of a sudden he's himself. Yes. And you can see like his like perfect like Nis fade and he's just like okay i'm in it now yeah it's just like a fun guy yeah that's why that's why he's appealing um i thought it was pretty savage that she didn't get to say goodbye to anyone and she mentioned that in the car which i liked <laughs> I, I, I felt that was when i felt the worst for her i was like oh that does really suck she's just cast out and no one can say goodbye well i was thinking when she said that i was just like right because you made better friends than any connection you did with yeah. joey like, you really wanted to say bye to Leia and Rachel. Is there anyone else? No. No, I think those were the main ones. It seems yeah. like Rachel's friends with everyone. Yeah, for some reason, Rachel doesn't give me a good vibe anymore. I think that she seems very nurturing. I don't know. that The, the Leia scene talking mean behind her back was just such a huge turnoff, like talking to camera, saying something mean. And then seeing Rachel kind of be on her side, I was just like, oh my God, are you a mean girl too? Like, I thought that was just so incredibly mean. I don't know, like another Which word. one are you talking about? She says so many mean things. The curling iron. And then oh, when yeah, she was like week. talking to camera and was just like, I'd be fine if she went home. Actually, that would be great. I know. Go home. 
I'm like, she's crying. Like when you make someone feel bad, even if you're mad at someone, like, I don't want to make anyone cry. Of course. Yeah. And also like, that's on you. I mean, sometimes how you can't control people feel, but yeah, it's messed up. Also making someone cry when they did not do anything horrible. Like, sure. If you punched my brother and I made you cry, I wouldn't care. (laughs) But like me disagreeing over how much you talk to Joey or like, it's just like, this is not something to really hate someone over. Has that happened? Someone's punched your brother and then you made them cry. That's like a really specific example. No, never happened. (laughs) (laughs) I was trying to think of like one of my family members. Like if you did something to my kid, I'm going to make you cry. I don't care. But no, if we disagree on something, I don't want to make you cry. That's so uncomfortable. Also, Leia was giving the camera enough that they could turn this into her personality, you know, or they could turn this into her persona, I should say. And so she, you don't really see Leia interacting with the other women. Like in the group, we don't get a lot of her. And that's probably because it's not that interesting or like, just like not that noteworthy. Normal. Yeah. Yeah. But she really made up for it with her fights in the interviews. And that's sort of like, it's like when the housewives say things to the camera, they don't say to each other's face, but that's like almost not as bad in my opinion, because it's part of like the well, ecosystem the show. Yeah. yeah. Whereas this, like you don't, you really don't have to do that. And most of these women have been like, just really nice to each other. Nice. And, yeah. Yeah. It used to be a much cattier show. Yeah. And now they really like seem to make really good friends out of it. And most of them are nice to each other. And every season there's like two or three that aren't, but for the most part, they're nice to each other. Nick Vial talked about this on his podcast because he was saying that like, well, Leia just got a really bad edit edit. Mm. And I'm sure she did. I'm sure Leia is not as bad as what we saw, but no one like put words in her mouth. She said these things. So if you say these things and you're allowing the camera and the editors to make you look a certain way, you did say mean things. So they're going to make you look like a mean girl. Do I think that maybe you're not as mean of a mean girl that they're making you seem? Totally. That's super fair. You're there for, you're going to be in film 24 hours a day and they caught you saying like four bad clips. Fair. And we're not seeing any of the other nice stuff that you're doing. You clearly have formed some good friendships. But like, even when Jess was crying over Maria and you went over there and you were talking to her, like you just keep saying bad stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. It's hard to watch her. And yeah, I'm glad she's gone now, but it's clear they had no connection. I saw no connection with Joey. So that was the other thing. I'm just like, what are you here for? Do you even like Joey? Like you clearly don't have a connection with him. Every scene that we see with you and him, you're just like, what did she say this week? She was just like, yeah, so I'm really excited about, you know, our connection. (laughs) I was like, uh, okay, she's going home. Back to the women being nice to each other for a second. There was that one moment where Joey was complimenting Caitlin's dress and he was like, she was like, well, it's Lexi's. And oh. <laughs> I think they share clothes every season, but I thought that was like particularly sweet. And uh, I don't know. I liked it. And Joey handled it. He was like, well, it looks great on you. You know, he does handle it really well. Let's talk about Kelsey T's one-on-one. First of all, one of the worst dates you could have. One that ends up oh. with Bachelor being nauseous and like, getting like motion sick and doing acrobatics. It's like not fun to be completely honest. I couldn't watch all of it. Yeah. I fast forwarded to it. It was like, I watched all of it. And then on my rewatch, I was like, I can't do this again. He seemed like he really felt terrible. 
<laughs> I get severe motion sickness. Me too. Like, I don't even fuck around with it. Yesterday, I'm in Mexico, everyone. Yesterday, everyone went whale watching because there were whales mm. everywhere. Like you could see them all on the beach. That's really and cool. Everyone got on a little dinghy and went out there to be super, super up close to them. And I was like, I, I can't, like, I cannot take a risk. It will fuck me up for the rest of the day. And yeah, I just sat I'm on the, the beach by myself while everyone went. Cause I was like, I'm not, I'm not doing it. Well, that sounds nice too. I went on like a boat trip in France once and I had to take uh, like the French version of Dramamine basically. Dramamine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like seeing people spin, I'm like, oh, like I, I know, can't horrible. even, I can't like watch it. Ubers so in seeing LA? him. Oh, awful. Or Tesla's in general. I'm about can't to say, do it. Exactly. Tesla's so bad. Electric cars, so bad. It's so bad. I could also see myself in Joey's face. So when he was <laughs> spinning and trying so hard, I was just like, I can't. I gotta, I gotta get through this. This poor guy. You, I feel like guys don't get it as much either. So I was shocked that he that Kelsey seemed mostly fine and Joey was like, I'm gonna die. It's definitely related to hormones, right? Because like sometimes it's worse than others. So it like for me. Has to be because I was used to love roller coasters, could get on any boat. After Carter. I can't get on a swing. Yeah. I'm similar. I can't do roller coasters either. Upside down ones. I'm sick for like for hours. Uh, Yeah. Mm -mm. I haven't been on one in a long time as a result. I had to go on one at Disney with my children this past summer. And I purposely didn't go on any of the 3d rides. I was like, I can't do it. I can't do it. I just like waited. And there was one roller coaster that didn't go upside down. It was just like normal. And I was like, I think I can do this. Carter really wanted me to go. I was fine. I felt great. Then it stopped and started going backwards. Oh, no. <laughs> when it went backwards, I was like, ooh. Like, I was so sick the rest of the time we were at Disney. Noise-canceling headphones do it to me, too. Like, I can't really wear my AirPods. Really? Yeah. I get really hmm. nauseous from that, too. Anyway, um, that day sucked <laughs> and also seemed pointless. Uh, honestly, this was, like, just a really weird, group, like, slew of dates. I thought it was interesting because... I just feel like a lot of people wouldn't be able to do this. Mm -hmm. Like seeing Kelsey do everything. I was just like, Oh, you're clearly athletic. Yeah. They both are. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, did he purposely pick this date for her knowing she could participate and do everything and not look stupid? Yeah. Maybe love her. But can you imagine Caitlin doing this? No, no. (laughs) You know what I mean? So I'm like, I hope Caitlin find love. (laughs) I like her. I really liked her. Yeah, but Kelsey was the right pick for this date. Definitely. Um, let's talk about her trauma. Like, significant trauma. This is so mm-hmm. sad. So ba- basically, I was, like, waiting. But like Joey, I was like, so why did this happen? And then when she explains that basically she, like, chose to go to college over, like, following the life that her father's religion dictates, I was just heartbroken. I was just like, I can't believe that. And that that letter father did not speak to her. It's just, like, so sad. Well, uh, but how she explained it made it like sh- how close her and her dad yeah. were. Yeah. And then to be completely cut off by him because you went to college, which isn't a bad decision. Of course. And like hearing her, I'm like, she is so incredibly hurt by this still. Yeah. It was like really hard to listen to her. She also seemed really nervous to talk about it. And I I noticed that she wasn't too specific about it. Yeah. She didn't say what religion it was. Yeah. And just in general, she was like kind of vague. Maybe they also edited around it. Who knows? But 
man, that was really heartbreaking. Like just Mm -hmm. really so sad. And it also like, we've seen like her highs and her lows. Like I feel like on this week on the one-on-one, she didn't seem like that happy or that comfortable. Whereas like in previous Mm -hmm. weeks, she seemed like she was having a lot of fun. So who knows, maybe like the setting is getting to her. Maybe she's worried about her connection. But like, I think, I think because last week she was crying. Remember? Yeah. I think because she like started out the season, like seeing like she was having fun. It's been mm-hmm. just like sad and hard to watch her seem to like get more stressed and more emotional. Well, also hearing this trauma, this is a hard show to go on for that. Yeah. Cause it seems like she really does like Joey and she feels like she's really forming a connection all for her to not win. Right. Which I thought about that multiple times this week. Lexi, I was just like, good decision. You weren't going to win. Anyway, stop wasting your time. Go home, whatever. Kelsey, I'm like, ugh, this is really tough and you seem to be getting closer to him and I don't think you're going to win. Yeah. Rough. Maria, watching them, I was like, whoa, they have so much chemistry. Also, I was like, "Ah, ah, okay, if this was ever in front of the other girls, I can see why they fucking hate her. Like, just (laughs) them talking, I was like, oh, Also, she's really in the driver's seat in their relationship. And that is not common with the other in general on The Bachelor. And I haven't really seen that with the other women. I think that's like and I think I like that about Joey. He seems to really vibe with the women who are have like these strong personalities. And Mm -hmm. I think that you see that to a lesser extent, but also with um, Rachel and Daisy. Like he seems like he kind of like leans on them. Yeah. Which, again, makes me like him. And I think that those three must go far as a result. Yeah. But when I was watching it, I was like, wow, you guys have this much chemistry all for you to not win. Yeah. There's no way Maria wins, right? No, no way. But it's kind of hard to believe that she doesn't after seeing them on their one-on-one. I wonder if she's going to make it to the fantasy suite. Has to absolutely has to. Well, I was literally like, I'm so happy I picked her as my dark horse because she is absolutely <laughs> making it to the final four. Absolutely. I honestly don't remember who I picked. I think I picked Lexi and uh, Daisy. You picked Lexi. Lexi and Daisy were both like, both of us were like 100% there going. So we were wrong. And then you picked Jen? Rachel. Oh, and, Rachel. No, Rachel and Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Rachel and Kelsey. And, okay. And I, good. I picked... Kelsey and Maria. I think you're you're in a better spot than me because Lexi's now gone. But well, I picked Lexi too. Oh right. You just picked okay. Rachel. You picked Rachel and Kelsey, Kelsey and I picked Maria and Kelsey. Oh, okay. So, so it's the Rachel Kelsey thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll find out. Yeah, it's either gonna be Rachel or Maria. I can tell you that though. He likes a strong woman, so that's good. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, and the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by 7-Eleven. Cold Slurpee drinks and a hot summer day are a match made in heaven, and your favorite refreshment just got even better. Let's talk about 7-Eleven's $1 small Slurpee drink with seven rewards. 
It's the classic frozen fizzy treat you can't get anywhere else. I'm a blue raspberry guy. Just know that about me. Know that about me going forward. Anytime there's a drink like this, I'm in on the blue raspberry. If you're feeling thirsty, feeling thirsty right now, how about going to visit a 7-Eleven valid through 1725? 7-Eleven has the right to end this promotion early, plus tax, participating U.S. stores. See app for full terms. All rights reserved. This episode is brought to you by Thomas's. Thomas's presents Technique with Tom. Slicing an English muffin with a butter blade? Boulder Dash. Just pull apart with your hands and marvel in the nooks and crannies splendor. For each one is unique like a snowflake. Thomas's. Huzzah. A toast to breakfast. What else about Rachel made you, like, not sure about her this week? Nothing. I feel like her being close with Leah and, like, Uh. her crying when Leah went home or whatever. I was just like, can't be a good sign. I just feel like, not to judge her off of her friends, but she did not pick a good group for me to like her. Is that bad to judge someone off of their friends? I don't know. Is it? I don't know. I I always think when someone's friends has, like, long-term friends, like, from childhood or from high school or college whatever, I always think it's, like, a good sign. Like, oh, they hold on to people and, like... I feel like I don't like Travis Kelsey, but I'm frequently referencing the fact that he's still friends, like his friends from college or whatever. Mm-hmm. And before. And so I'm like, so like those are his best friends. Yeah. Which is like a really good, in my opinion, a really good personality trait, especially when and then Taylor Swift is showing up with ice spice. Right. Exactly. So it's like, okay, <laughs> when did you guys meet? Six months ago. <laughs> like, anyway. And so I think it's okay to judge people on their friends. Like, do you have a, I don't want to be with someone who has a bad judge of character. So if you choose shitty friends, I think that's a bad sign. I agree with you that people that have long-term friendships and have been friends for a long time, that's a great sign. And this, we're not getting that, right? But so now I'm just judging you off of like who likes you. And like, I like Lexi, Daisy, and Kelsey way more than I like Leia, Jess, who was the other girl? Sydney. Like, yeah, that, no. that trio stinks. Yeah, and she's the fourth musketeer. <laughs> Is she? I didn't really notice that. Otherwise, I've liked Rachel, but seeing her being closer with them, I was just like, what? This doesn't even fit. Remember yeah. last week I was saying how like all the people that have good connections like Maria, and yeah. then there's just like Rachel. Like, Remember when Rachel's on the couch, I was like, I think she might be telling her that like you switched up when right. so, and Maria was like, why is that a bad thing? Why can't she be nice to me? And she's like, no, I don't know. I'm just saying, I think that's what, so you clearly do know. <laughs> why are you inserting yourself? Right. I felt like she was trying to like make peace, but it didn't really work. Mm-mm. I don't know. She's, she's friends with the, those three. So it's just rubbed me the wrong way. Otherwise I like Rachel. I like her too. And in, in general, I, I do like her. I did not see crazy amount of chemistry on their date, but I, I think he finds her like comforting though. Like he goes to her to like yeah. relax. Yeah. Even this week when she was like being nice, he was like, she was so sweet. I don't know. The people I see chemistry with now are Daisy. Definitely Daisy. And, Mar- and Maria. Daisy, Maria, anyone else? I think Jen also, still as well. They've like not shown us a lot of Daisy recently. Mm-hmm. And Jen, for sure. And Jen. And she still seems so happy and confident. Yeah, she does. 
which is not normal. He must like give her validation. So yeah, he must. We must not be seeing how much he's telling her, like, you're good. Yeah. Because, like, when other girls get picked, she's, like, smiling. Happy for and you. Just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, how is she this confident? I don't know. It's a good question. It's a good question. I felt like they didn't make Montreal look very nice. And I really want to go to Montreal. So I was like offended. Like I know that Montreal mm. is nice and cute. And I feel like they didn't do a good job. Jesse uh, deserves better. Does Maria fully speaks French? I couldn't tell. No, I don't think so. Yeah. Cause she kept saying random stuff. I mean, everyone knows except for Joey. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I do think it's time that we acknowledge that Joey is not very bright. Or at least doesn't have a lot of information. <laughs> Maybe his EQ is strong, but his IQ... That's what his, I was going to say. His knowledge is low. We talked about this a little bit last week because I was like, is he smart? And you were like, not an adjective that has come to my head while watching him. <laughs> I do think that he is not dumb. But I wouldn't say that he is worldly. I would say he's a low information voter. Okay. And he's from Pennsylvania, so he should educate himself. His vote matters. There's worse things, but he's still voting. I hope he votes. He's in Pennsylvania. I mean, here's the thing. I think everyone should vote, and I think everyone should do their research. So wherever you are, vote and study beforehand. It's an American right and responsibility. I agree with you. Is And the research part of that, as long as you're getting it from credible sources and not Facebook. Good point as well. You know, like read your local newspaper. And then read a newspaper somewhere else, too, to see the difference of opinion. Anyway, <laughs> Joey, not a lot of info. He apologized. He went to the White House and um, he was with Green, the um, press secretary. And I forget her last name at the moment. Wait, Joey? Yeah. And he like apologized for not knowing who Ruth Bader Ginsburg was. Oh, my gosh. That was so <laughs> good. That was so good. Getting Gypsy Rose confused with Ruth Bader Ginsburg is like top tier. I guess he was thinking GRB and made that RBG. Oh, so he did get it right. Kind of. Uh, not really. I don't know. Another theory I saw, maybe people were thought he was confusing her with Greta Thunberg, but I think it's more likely he knew it was like GRB and, and yeah. mixed that up. The fame of Gypsy Rose Blanchard. So weird. It's also just like funny that he like knew who she was. Question, yeah. And I think the question was like, which one of these people like went to prison or something like that. <laughs> he was like, RBG. RBG. <laughs> <laughs> An American icon. <laughs> um, so good. Yeah. He, uh, he's just funny when he talks to the camera. I don't know. You texted me that you found out he was the president of Pike that came out recently. I think he went to Westchester university in Pennsylvania. What does that mean to you? Because in, in Northwestern Pike was like kind of nerdy. I think if I recall correctly, I've never heard of Pike being nerdy. I've never heard of Pike well, being anything other than one thing. Northwestern is not cool. So it's a low bar. Pike. I'm trying to think of how to describe it. The best way I could describe what is like known about Pike mm -hmm. is like they had their like frat got suspended for hazing and like stuffing hot dogs in someone's butt or something. Oh like my God, that. that's horrible. Their hazing is like crazy. They're like very, um, like real frat bros, like super really, fratty, really, really real frat bros. But like, 
not no one would go to pike parties i think that i take it back i think at northwestern they actually were stoners i was confused now with sig oh, for a i can see that yeah i think it was actually stoners yeah i mean i but like why would any frat be the same school to school other than like there are some that are like historically like you know I saw there's like a jewish ones or whatever yeah that said joey was a pike oh my god and mm. then I was like, what? Because he's just so opposite of what I think of when you think of Pike. So I went to the comments because I was like, maybe it's just different in different places. And every comment was like, no, there's no way. Are you sure? <laughs> How is this possible? Pike must be the same everywhere based on these comments. So gross. Like going on and on and on. And I was like, all right, well, yeah, Pike's just bad everywhere. I did think he had fratty vibes. I think that he's like grown out of being a frat, a frat guy in some ways, but like, I don't get frat at all. Maybe I just get like fuck boy. And that's what I'm using for fratty. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know this, this season. I don't get fuck boy. Last season I got fuck boy, but not fratty. No, he's yeah. too kind. You're right. He is kind. And like every girl has been like, you make me feel safe, which is definitely not like the definition of fratty. No, no. <laughs> No, Joe, yeah. So I was just, I was so surprised to see that. Again, it must be different everywhere. Wait, he, he went to Northwestern? No, I went to Northwestern. He went to Westchester University oh, in Pennsylvania. Oh, oh. I was about to be like, Juliet, he's not dumb. <laughs> I like to tell people but never I mind. Northwestern all the time. <laughs> I'm like, I drop it in as often as I can. I don't even mean to, but I guess, I guess that's just like what people who are obnoxious do, whatever. <laughs> Can we uh, talk about the trainers for a second? Oh, absolutely. So poverty is gone. Final errors. Kevin says poverty is gone. Poverty. Thanks to John. If he had not said that, I think she would still be in. So thank you, John. A duchess of deception. Right? That was amazing. Yeah. He's a great, <laughs> uh, he's a politician say- for a reason. John has delivered this season as a reality Definitely. television star. Absolutely. He was, I just want to say he also had a flair for drama when he was in parliament. Like that's not surprising to me. He was like very much like a wordsmith and like a showman on parliament floor. I mean, he was the well, speaker. He of has, yeah. he has continued that. Um, he's been great. I not sure how Phaedra is going to get this like target off her back. I think she's next to go. And I'm not sure if I like her Kate um, recruitment. That's what I wanted to ask you about. Should she have recruited Trishel? Absolutely. Trishel's the one who's onto her. I don't think yes. Phaedra can make it to the end without getting, without turning Trishel somehow or getting everyone else to vote out Trishel. Also, she kind of had Trishel, Trishel after this week. And if you know Trishel at all, she absolutely would be a traitor. She would accept in a second. Totally. And Trishel afterwards was like, all right, I'll throw my diary away. Like after they were right about poverty and not Phaedra, like you could have totally, she could have recruited Trishel and Trishel been like gone back and been like, I don't know how I could have been so wrong. And that would have changed everyone. But I know. Disappointing. The only thing is that I think they might be able to get people to vote Peter. That's a good point. Cause it's just sort of like, cause of him collaborating with poverty. Now that's out, which by the way, thank God Phaedra threw that out there. I I've got to say in the corner, Phaedra can fight. Oh my God. Yeah. Phaedra. I will say Phaedra and, and John, I think have been like 
in some ways the most impactful players or like they pick their moments really well. They use the mm-hmm. round table really well. Mm-hmm. And they both have like a history of like oral arguments, you know, like yeah, she's a yeah, lawyer yeah. and he's when he was in government. So it's like, it kind of makes sense. It's like a in, interesting advantage on survivor. I know you don't always, like her. Yeah. But Kate has also used the round table. Well, yeah, she is, but she has such an advantage of having a played before and B coming in halfway through. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's ridiculous. Like, I don't even know why, why they felt like that was necessary. Cause I just think like her advantage is, is ridiculous, but mm-hmm. on survivor, they're so wary of lawyers and like, they mm-hmm. should do an all, an all lawyer season of the traders. That would be so interesting. Mm-hmm. Or survivor. I'm happy for both of those. Yeah. Like you're seeing that it's like the, there is something to that. There's an advantage. Yes, for sure. How does the traders end? Like what's the end game here? Well, I've only watched where the traders won. So like, right. I don't know what happens if they vote off all of the traders. What happens? I don't know. I guess they like refill or something. So last season, it got down to four players. Mm-hmm. And they had to decide whether, I think, and I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure they had to decide whether to take the money and split it or not right and everyone said split except for Suri so she got all the money right which is like what happened with um on the challenge trader and bachelor pad yeah loved it but are you that speech of like being like yeah do you but I don't know I need to I don't know what happens because they're gonna get Phaedra I think and then I'm like and then you recruited Kate who was standing up for you so they can just get her next right I do think that because she's a blank slate though, like that makes sense. And she's like a gamer. So I, I think that is helpful for Phaedra. I just feel redeemed because I feel like Peter's come back down to earth and no people are no longer like, wow, Peter's such a genius. So I feel I'm like, yes, this is this is the Peter. Peter I know. is right. Yes. Yes, he is right. But he's not like <laughs> master of the game. What were they calling him? Leader of the faithful or something? Yeah. Yeah. Which like that's nice. He's playing so hard. Playing so hard, which he probably kind of had to, because otherwise he's just a Kevin who knows how to say Parvati's oh, name right. God. So. Also, like, just get him off. What's the use of having him there? Even <laughs> afterwards, Kevin was like, I'm so... You know who else is a zero? How is Sheree still there? Sheree and MJ. They're both zeros. The only thing that MJ does is, like, funny reactions. Yeah, MJ, MJ was giving us something in the beginning, and she's, like, completely fell off a cliff, just trying to survive there. But Alan Cummings was on... Watch What Happens Live. Yeah. And they asked him, who are you shocked is still there? And he said a lot of people. And he was like, Sheree, Kevin, MJ. I was like, (laughs) okay. And he said he thought that Pilot Pete and Phaedra, I think, were playing the best game. Mm. It's an interesting game, though. I also love how he called him Pilot Pete. Me too. (laughs) I know. I love it as well. (laughs) speaking our language um it's just like a problem with the show which just happens to survivor as well as like bad players like just get taken to the end but another Mm -hmm. incredible advantage this game is very similar to survivor another incredible advantage is having a true ride or die because sheree is still there because of phaedra and also Mm -hmm. vice versa if sheree had not given phaedra the flame then Mm -hmm. or it it just would have been you know well she would have been gone yeah Mm -hmm. so her and CT were definitely like, because CT was like, I can't vote for someone who lit my flame just be off the word of a liar. 
Yeah. Joe's just like, gosh, CT, you just deliver. Like, I just I know. love CT so much. I do too. He has always been genuine, always, even when he's been a loose cannon. An asshole. Yeah. Yeah. And he, like, even with Trishelle, I felt like he was like, please don't let Trishelle go home. I'll feel so badly about that. I could have prevented it. Like, he, ugh, I just love him so much. And his relationship with Phaedra has been a joy to watch. A joy. I know. <laughs> I love it. But, that is one thing that Phaedra has going for her. Sheree is not going to vote for her. I yes. don't think Kate's going to vote for her. Well, now she's definitely not going to vote for her. Yeah. MJ's not going to vote for her. And we're missing one person. CT? Maybe CT. Yeah, maybe CT doesn't seem like he wants to vote for her. She's got a pretty big pack of people. It's true. It's true. And we get so much Phaedra, like, because she's so good in the interviews and she's a traitor. But it's interesting mm-hmm. hearing them say how she like doesn't talk a lot at, at breakfast mm-hmm. and whatever because she's by far the star of the show. There's no doubt about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people that don't watch Housewives are like, "Who is this Phaedra woman? She's awesome. She's amazing." Yeah. <laughs> and everyone's like, "Yeah, we know from Housewives. <laughs> <laughs> We've been here for a long time." I think we talked about this on Morally Corrupt, but like. Portia just made her way back onto Housewives and she had a really good Ultimate Girls trip showing. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, Bravo is watching traders like we gotta, we gotta get her back on. It's an interesting point. Traders being big and like being popular is so good for Bravo. Like Peacock mm-hmm. having its own ecosystem of stars that mm-hmm. like bleeds outside of. Um, housewives and like existing Bravo shows is so good for like us viewers and also for the network. It just sort of means like their, their world is expanding and I'm like, I'm here for it. Cause like, you know, I think everyone's talked about how like housewives kind of tired, like new shows that also are like both like, I think co-ed shows and also ones that are like are really about like strategy is like better for reality TV than ones that are like exploiting feelings or whatever drama yeah yeah i enjoy seeing phaedra in this element much more than i do on married to medicine or housewives um i love her on housewives but you just get to see more of her and it's just different seeing these characters like seeing pilot pete we have not seen the side of him at all yeah and we got to see him in this element and then seeing them play with real gamers like Janelle, like Trishelle, like CT, Sandra, Parvati. It's just, it's like a clash of two worlds because we both absolutely love challenge television. Yes, love. And also love Bravo. So the combination of both has been like the casting of the season is going to win an Emmy. It's unreal. It, it absolutely should. It also is just so amazing with the people who've been in our lives for 20 years, basically, which is CT, Trishel, basically Phaedra, Janelle, Janelle, Parvati, like mm-hmm. Sandra. Sandra. It's crazy watching them play. Like, it's like watching, it's like watching like athletes come out of retirement or something like that. Or like it's back like on like a big stage. an all-star game with like Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan and Patrick Ewing and right. Dominique Wilkins, but they're playing. And their skills like haven't declined. Like there's yeah, somehow they're, they're still doing 360 ducks and jumping from yeah. the bow line. Yeah. Yeah. And they're actually invested in the outcome. Yeah. So they're trying hard. So it's just like a very fun, very fun conceit. It's also just interesting to me that in other countries it's not 
known quantities. Like it's people, it's just like regular people. So this is motivating me to get into the UK traders, which I'm, I heard was really good this past season too. It also just oh, ended really? a couple weeks ago. Yeah, it was really popular in the UK again. So I'm going to watch that too. Hmm. I'm in. All right, everybody. Callie and I will be back on Thursday to talk about Love is Blind 7, 8, and 9 with our special guest, Mina Kimes. Very excited. <laughs> we all have strong feelings about this season. And thank you to Olivia Creary for this production work. And we will be back on Thursday. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 